0: Okay, so welcome. We've got Dave Daniels here, who is um, Maribel College's Director of Military Outreach and Transfer Recruiting. Did I get that right, Dave? Okay, thank you so much (laughs) for being here and for being willing to um, just kind of hang out and talk to us today. you know, I invited you because you come up here to the counseling office and we hang out and have really cool conversations about right. what's happening on campus and our students and um, all of that stuff. And I just wanted to get to share you with the the larger student body just so that your voice is heard in a bigger way. So thanks for being willing.
1: Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. Thank you for the invite.
0: So cool. So, well, Dave, you know, I know we've got a lot of things happening right now. And um, so I just thought maybe we could, we could discuss a little bit of what's been happening in our world and how we think that impacts our students. But I felt like it might be kind of cool just for you to get to have a chance to to introduce yourself and talk about your role here and your history. I know you're an an, uh, alum so um you know if you didn't mind to just share a little bit about
1: that stuff yeah sure absolutely so i'm originally from uh philadelphia pennsylvania uh born and raised there i i knew that um high school didn't really challenge me a whole lot uh and because of that i felt like i wasn't prepared to go straight to college out of high school so I was running, running away from the army recruiter because he was in my high school every day. And I knew I didn't want to join the army. Uh, So I tried to join the Marine Corps, but I was 16 and I don't think they took me serious. And then this Navy recruiter showed up and he was in his whites and he paid me no mind. And I'm like, well, what, what, what's wrong with me? you know, the army guy tries to chase you down with a net and everything else, you know. Um, So I joined the Navy and I left two weeks after high school graduation, uh, been to six different continents, uh, got 11 years, almost 12 years sea time during my career. So I spent 11, 11, 12 years on a ship, um, you know, spread out of course, deploying or being stateside or stuff like that. Um and then I got I retired. Everything came to an end and it sucked. Right. Being out in the in the civilian world, um trying to adjust to figuring out what I'm aware of every day and what chow is for the day and you know stuff like that. So Um, I eventually got into uh, a community college in Asheville, North Carolina, Uh, graduated from there. And then I transferred here in the fall of 2018. And I graduated from here in 2020. And now I'm on the other side of it. You know, so what I do here is, um, I walked in the exact same steps that every veteran here um, is going through. So my my job here is to lead, advocate um, for uh, these service members who find themselves trying to navigate a world far removed from where we are. Uh, And it, it can be a daunting task at times Um, and other times it's a, it's a glorious thing to watch, but, um, it comes with its own set of struggles and trials and tribulations. And a lot of it is, uh, a lot of it you learn on the fly. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, formula or prescription that you could, you can get filled to, to do it the right way. Um, our life experience is different. Um. Fortunately for me, being an alum here specifically, um, I know how to navigate Maryland College. So it, it it's a win-win situation for everybody.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. It feels like you really get to use your personal experience and like your life's journey in service to the community here. So that yeah. is like so yeah. always feels like a divine calling when that gets yeah. to happen, you know.
1: Yeah, this isn't this isn't work. Um yeah. I literally, I just get up and come and hang out every day, you know, and it just, there's some responsibilities that come with it, you know, so I get to, I get to hang out in adult. That's pretty much what it is every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think, you know, even this part about being, I didn't think about this before until you just said this about having gone to the community college, but like working with transfer students, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, um, had my son Dylan when I was a teenager. And so the whole time I was going to school, I was at the community college and, um, and I transferred. And so I was like a non-traditional student in a lot of ways, you know, it took me a long time to like complete my bachelor's degree. And then, you know, finally like become, you know, get my MA and my license as a therapist. So like that whole, um, journey was, was different. And so, and um, you know, you kind of understand that perspective for these kids that are coming maybe from other places where right. we're at the community college. And that that is an adjustment too.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a, a big adjustment. You know, um specifically speaking to the community college uh perspective. Um I love the community college paradigm. It's it's amazing because it allowed me to in a practical sense, figure out what I wanted to do so I didn't have to come here undecided or um, like just be kind of unsure and maybe change my mind later and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, um, and then, you know, you deal with the the age gap. You know, um, when I started here, I was 37, which means that I was, about 20, 19, 20 years older than everybody I was in class with, for the most part, I had more in common with the professor than I did the student. Um, But it only becomes a problem if you're closed minded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this generation, while different, um, it's only different because I'm not in it anymore. You know what I mean? And me being 18 is I did what 18-year-olds do. And these this generation here, they do what 18, 19, 20 year olds <laughs> do. You know what I mean? So um, if you can get past that and understand that the only difference in me and the 15 or 16 other students I had in class with me is life experience. You know, my life experience just took me on a different path, no, no better or no worse. Um, just a different path.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I um you know I I love the community college paradigm too and I I actually um, taught at a community college in California for a few years and I loved it it was like my favorite thing and it's exactly what you're talking about like this the diversity in terms yeah. of like people's like where people are from their ethnicity their culture their religion their age you know it was like people from you know all different walks of lives coming together and and like the rich learning that comes when you're in an environment where people have such different ways of of looking at things and holding things and so i think that's so valuable you know absolutely Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. there's something really cool that gets to happen. And I also had a really good time. I loved my community college experience. I think the professors that are at the community college, they care a lot. It's like they're like social change agents, you know, it's like they really give, um, you know, their whole heart to what they're doing. So I I felt like I got a really good education.
1: Oh, yeah. And so what I with that the diversity the, the closeness the, the the um it's a bit more intimate right because you have these professors who are um you know come from different walks of life some of them just got tired of teaching at the four-year level or some of them just never had a desire to teach at the four-year level what's unique about Maryville college though um is it's smaller than a community college right but you don't lose any of that intimacy you know what i mean um mm-hmm. my professors when they asked me how i was doing on a on a given day um they asked because they had time to hear if i wasn't okay mm-hmm. You know what i mean and you don't you don't find that at um big schools it's just not the time or the space to to be that that intimate and and accessible and involved. So I feel like I got the best of both worlds because that's exactly what happened to me at, at community college. And then when I got here, it was just replicated. And I'm um, actually a little better, you know, because I was working toward the bachelor's degree. You know, I was working for the associates in community college and got that. And, I was supported, and then I came here, and it was the exact same thing, and then I was supported, and life happens, and um, yeah, I, I loved every minute. Of it.
0: Yeah, I, I've been, you know, I'm new here, so it's been, I guess, almost three months coming up that I've been here at Maryville College, but in the time that I've been here, I've noticed that, like, the teachers care so much, and um, there is that sense of intimacy. And also there is a really high academic standard. And yeah. that's another, I'm like, oh, these kids are doing like graduate level work in a lot of their yeah. classes. I'm like, this is a really good education here at this right. school. So it's all the right. things I've, yeah. I'm feeling that. Um, so I, ju- I wanted to share something with you and get your take on this, okay? I, I read this, I, you know what? I, I hate to be like, it. I know, I guess I'll say this. Um, I don't expect you to speak for all of the veterans on right. campus. I know you're just one and you work with right. them. And and, right. our, and our veteran students are all different too. So we right. can't just kind of homogenize right. veterans, right? Because right. that could be, right. that means a lot of different things. You right. know? Um, right. So just throwing that out there. And I think this is something for us to kind of hold um, that um, 20 veterans die by suicide each day that mm-hmm. 30% of active duty and reserve military personnel deployed have a mental health problem that requires treatment, but of that 30%, only half actually get it. And right. I, when I was like reading that, I was like, whoa, um, thinking about, well, you know, part of my role here on campus is like helping people bridge, you know, I'm struggling with something and be that bridge to like getting help with it. Right. right. And whether that's coming here in the counseling center or somewhere else, you know, it could be a lot of, that could look a lot of different ways. Um, but, but that's kind of a part of my job, you know, and I know on your end, you're holding the veterans experience and them getting access to all the resources and everything they need. And so I'm just kind of feeling like in between us here, there's this question of like, um, well, what is it? And this is maybe like a bigger, bigger thing than we have time for today, but like, what are some of the barriers that we feel our students have, whether that's internal or external, to being able to get the support or treatment that they need? Um, well, yeah. And, so I'm just curious and, about that. If you have thoughts yeah.
1: about that, oh yeah, I definitely have it. Um, because I live it, right? Um, I have. I am bipolar, depressed, right? And I maintain a job, and I'm. Functioning well, um, but I embrace my mental health disorder. It just, it's just kind of one of them things, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not shy about it in hopes that the brothers and sisters of mine that I see here every day are comfortable enough to be just a bit vulnerable, which they are with me, right? So, um, what where the 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 gap is, is um, if you're talking about life experiences, right? We are a bit less hesitant to talk about it, right? Because we all have we we geographically nobody in this place is from Philly, nobody. Um, I am not where from where some of these veterans are from or probably never even been there. So we we talk, right? Just about growing up, mainly, mainly in the context that we're like, oh, this generation, you know, oh God, <laughs> when I was growing up, it was different, you know. Um, but when you get down to the specifics, um what led to your mental health disorder. Um, that's an area where the real hesitancy starts because it's it's basically them or me having to talk about specific things that I don't want to talk about because it happened in service. Um, and then it's the explaining part, right So, They can walk into my office, shut the door, and use every acronym and jargon that they want to. Not a problem, because you don't have to explain it to me. Um, But to sit down with someone who's not experienced in in that, because sometimes it's hard to articulate how you're feeling or why you're feeling that way. Um, And the easy thing to do is revert straight to what you remember. Um, and if you had to explain it or stop mid thought, because there's a puzzled look and you have to explain it, then you're less likely to want to talk. So the, those are two of the biggest dynamics, you know, it's the, the life experience, um, transition, uh, and then the service connected part and the service connected part. From a veteran to a non-veteran, or just somebody who has doesn't have the experience to talk with veterans specifically, um, it's a it's a barrier. It's a it's a language barrier, is what it is.
0: Yeah, I feel that, and I I think you know this can be taken into a bigger kind of context, right? That like it is easier to have somebody to talk to that is familiar with your, your, um, you know, like life experience, right. and that could, I mean, this, the, in the context of this conversation, we're talking about having some military experience or, you know, having a, a shared language, but I think right. that could be like a lot of different, you know, whether we're talking about um, religion or, um, you know. Uh, race or whatever it is, like somebody to go to someone who has had that shared experience, something different gets to happen. And, and it doesn't mean that like, you know, we can't be helpful to people that, um, you know, if we haven't been walked in their shoes, but just something deeper gets to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah and so The importance of, of having, of having counselors on campus um, that have had, you know, diverse. Um, you know, are diverse and like have had diverse experiences.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, um, I'll have a, I mean, it's, it's low hanging fruit, right? So right now there's a a global conflict happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I'll have a vet come into my office and not say nothing, right? Shut the door, just want to sit down and we're communicating. Without words, because you you know where I am. Um, I know where you are, and right now you just need a minute, right? You just need you just need to to, to bask in the ambiance and just breathe. Um, and it's I guess the uh, you know sometimes it's not all about the conversation. Sometimes it's about the company. Um, and that's true for everybody, you know, sometimes it's okay to sit in quiet, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't always have that. to fill a void or fill a, fill a room with, with words just yeah. because it's quiet.
0: I love that, um, bask in the ambience. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to use that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's just like, kind of just like, okay, let's just sit and be together. Yeah. You know, I'll say that too, sometimes the to students that are struggling, it's like, well, just they're like oh, i don't know and i'm like hey let's just go for a walk we don't even need to talk right but just having we're open looped systems you know we regulate each other it's like right. just to be with somebody who can hold the depth of your experience in silence
1: you know? right yeah
0: it's so important yeah. and so yeah we're we are having a global conflict right now and i'm curious about you know, I just keep thinking. My my mind kind of wanders towards our students that have been in the service, and kind of you know what happens for them when we're, you know, I think I just think you know in in class uh, the professors want to talk about it. People are kind of you know just like you know this is all up in the forefront, and I'm like oh like to me some of what I think of is like how to be trauma informed about topics that we're bringing in, and to realize that they land differently in. Inside of people that have had different life experiences, like right. if you, you've been in um, war or you know you've had you know an experience with that kind of high intensity um, conflict, um, yeah, this is yeah. different for you. This news is different for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, so what what war does? Um, it, it varies by the person. Um, me specifically. Um, war is, it's a, it's a necessary evil or an unnecessary evil, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, when you get stressed though, like we, we get stressed here or you get frustrated because you have these assignments Mm -hmm. and then you turn on the news and you're like, man, I can't deal with this right now. Like I would rather go back to war. Uh, because I knew what I was doing, right? I don't know how to write in a, a, a Mla formatted paper, but I know how to do this. You know what I mean And so you you're looking at the news or you're hearing the news or you're hearing opinions about the the news or the the military in general. Um, and yeah, it hits different when when you are when you're forced to, sit back and, you know, understand that, look, people have opinions, right? Um, it would be nice if there was a bit more situational awareness and, you know, you took a glance around the room to kind of see who is, see who were sitting behind you or sitting to the right of you or the left of you or something like that, but that's in a perfect world, right? So, um, and it, because it doesn't always happen that way, it's incumbent on we, the veteran um, to understand that our service, for however long it was, right, two years or 20 years, um, we did that so these opinions can be expressed in the manner that they come out of mouths. And sometimes it sucks, right? <laughs> you're but, like,
0: sometimes that's frustrating. Yeah, you're it, like, <laughs> I mean, it is. But, I'm fighting for your ability to say yeah. this thing that you're saying right now. That's very offensive.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah offensive or not, like, it's your right to feel how you feel um, to express it. I just wish that there was a bit more situational awareness. You know what I mean? But um, the vets here today in in this conflict, um, they're taking it in stride. Um, But the easy thing to do is to, is always to revert back. You know, um, my job in the Navy, I built bombs, missiles, and rockets, right? And I think that if I was a student um, here right now, stressed out because I got to, I'm working on senior thesis or I'm working on stats or whatever the class is, and I find myself struggling, it's always easy for me to say, man, I could just go out to sea. I can go out to sea and I can build a thousand bombs and a hundred thousand missiles and rockets and because that's what I know how to do. Like you, I don't have to relearn that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you have to, it's not about where you're from, it's where you are. Uh and I, I think we we the collective veteran um lose sight of that sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's something real about the immediacy of that kind of work versus, you know, writing a paper. It's like a little right. less life or death, you know? Right, right. Um, so yeah, like I can really feel that um, that experience, you know, that's an yeah. intense thing to, to have yeah. happen. Um, well, I just want to say before we go, like Dave, you know, I, I think you're the best, you know, your are aces in my, my best man. And I think you're doing such a good job here And this school. So lucky to have you. And I really appreciate you coming and being willing to talk about your experience. You know, I think it really does matter to have um, a guy like you being a role model. I feel like it sort of gives other guys permission to be vulnerable about things that they're struggling with and to know that they can <clears throat> You know, it, it doesn't make them less of a man or like challenge any of that, you know? So I just feel like, yeah. man, thank you so much for being who you are and bringing that. And, and also just like who you are for the students that you serve. You know, I know you're a safe place for them and that is just so valuable.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate you. It, it you know, but it, it's not, it's not all me. Um, you know, I, I have a very, um, a very solid, Support system here at the college, and you know, um, so you got a couple different types of service members, right? You have um, you have service members who were only in the military long enough to embrace like the camaraderie. You know, um, you you go out, you have a good time, you deploy, you talk trash, and you know you you come back and it's party time, but then you have others. Um, like myself who who were in long enough to to actually lead sailors right mm-hmm. so um, those are different they're the same but they' they're they're a lot different you know and um i always say you can take you can take everything away from me right you can take away my degree you can take away my house you can take away my cars you can take away my money right but what you can't take away from me is my ability to lead you absolutely can't take that away. It's it's like breathing. So um, it's important. Everybody here in this space that uses this space, um, the atmosphere is such that we are all accountable to each other. I'm not above the critique. I'm not above being checked because it happens, right? Dave, you're not taking care of yourself. Um, get up, go eat. I'm good. No, get up and go eat. I will unplug your computer, get up, and go eat. Um, and that's that's how we survive because we take care of each other.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so cool. I was just um, I've been talking about this in multiple contexts, like the the um, you know, this thing about community and belonging and how important it is to, to be um accountable to and for one another in this way, and like how that's missing for a lot of folks. And so right. um, I think it's super valuable, you know, for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, okay, so just one thing before we go, if there was somebody out there, a student struggling, and maybe just felt like, oh, they, they're not quite sure what to do, what, what would your message be to them?
1: Um, my message would would be to slow down. It would be to slow down. I mean, slow down to almost a complete stop. Because the answer that you're looking for, you probably passed it three times. um, But you can't appreciate it. And you can't hear it because you're you're spinning at a 1000 miles an hour. And the speed limits only 45.
0: That's great. I love it. That is wonderful. Slow down. Okay well thanks for that and just thanks for being here and um, i'll come down and have lunch with you all soon looking
1: forward to
0: it okay cool bye, bye.